Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Drew Stories, episode 16. I'm Drew Brooks, and with me, a very, very special guest. Nazanin, how are you? I am not Drew Brooks. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm no. Nazanin Noor. That's it. I'm great. I mean, yeah? I got a spicy margarita. <laughs> it's Margtown. My second one. Cheers. We're getting into Margtown. <laughs> We're in Margtown, and it's been fabulous. You mm. make a wonderful spicy margarita, Thank I must say. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Try to act like we haven't been talking for an hour already. We haven't. I just got here. <laughs> yeah. We have not reviewed anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But uh, I wanted to say welcome. That's Thank first you. and foremost to you. Thank you. Welcome to whoever is with us today mm-hmm. and for eternity. Thank you. And for I'm just going to dive right into it. Let's dive. Okay. I'm loving it. Okay, Let's dive good. it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how many people know this or who knows this or or but you you were a judge on the Persian version mm-hmm. of if you'd allow me to say that without yeah of course uh, of America's Got Talent but wasn't it something else like, wasn't the original from Britain so it was Britain's Got Talent it was Thank you. Uh, originally from yeah Psycho <laughs> Entertainment which is Simon Cowell's company oh, and right. Fremantle Media okay um, and then so our production company and network uh, got the franchise right so it's another you know because they have like yeah, Asia's Got Talent everywhere. so we are Persia's Got Talent in, in Persian that. language I love that and, and you're yeah. a judge you were a judge I was a judge well, can I ask you I've got a, a litany but I'm going to keep yeah. it to a few yeah. First and foremost, mm-hmm. were you the kind one? Were you the critical one? Mm. Or were you the mean one? Because um, that's I, the three flavors usually on stage. Right? Like, okay. What's your flavor? <laughs> um, I was definitely the one that cried a lot. Um, <laughs> so people got very, to you. Very sensitive. The stories got to you. The stories got to me. And then, you know what it is? It's like you're an actor too. For sure. You know I what hope it, so. I, yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> on a good day, you are. Um, you act like you like me, so that's good. Um, <laughs> No, but like we know what it feels like to go into an audition room in yeah. a casting room in a yeah. director's session, you know, and there's people yeah. just staring at you and yeah. I would feel their emotions and I would feel that nervousness and stress. And also some of some of the performances really like this just really got to me, you know, well, voices and music and all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I'm glad you said it. It's because I think, dare I say, you might have a heart. Oh, my God. I, Which is. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. After COVID, they, I still do. That's good. Yeah. yeah. They call that a condition in this town. <laughs> yeah, it's pre-existing. Um, <laughs> in LA, for sure. But, you have a heart? Oh, okay. It's touching all the stories. That I think I'm a human interest fanatic. I yeah. watch all of these news programs for that very thing. Yeah. But I also think human stories and the brushes with success are so uh, it's great. Yeah. Especially because I feel like the opportunities are so rare. So it, to me, it's really special. There's one... Okay, so uh, you're, you carefully dodged my question. Wait, you, did you were I not, not answer? Mean one? Hold on, let me ask. I, I was not mean. I <laughs> wow, think that you know how to work the press. Lady. No, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I was. I feel like I I tried to just like keep to my uh, to my roots, just be myself. Okay. Which was let me connect to this contestant yeah. how I can through emotion, through their performance, through their story. Okay. Um, and I tried to do my best to like really give positive feedback as much as I could as far as like hey these are the really good things right. here are some things you might work need to work on to get better um, and you know what happens with these shows too they don't air everything you say so it's not. like I see certain contestants and I'm like I know I told them more than that but, but we're they, gonna keep they gave you, yeah. it's, this is you know this is Nazanin's storyline <laughs> 
She's got the tears. <laughs> close up. Close yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Let um, her just work the waterworks. Yeah, exactly. Come no. back to him all sad too. Exactly. Right. And he then lost. the music comes yeah. in. Na, 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 na. Um, and you're going home. But, um, yeah. but yeah. If you don't mind me interrupting for a second, it does feel like if I were on stage doing that because that is, and we do know that feeling. Yeah. Because you're like, all right, man. And it is a show where they know that in the auditions, that's practically some of the the darkest meat, as yeah. you would say, like yeah. or the like juiciest parts yes. of it. It seems it can go really south really fast, really, or quick. it can blow you away. Yeah. So I love the uh, not knowing, right? And there's that's this, exciting. Well, there and there was this one I remember, um, and he didn't make it to air. He was a stand-up comedian. Oh, they boy. they put him in a montage with other okay. comedians, and he so they just, gave him some time. They gave him some time. He lost his shit on stage he Damn. lost his um i was gonna say the persian word he lost his tamarcos his concentration there you go he you're lost, learning stuff yeah guys tamarcos <laughs> means concentration he lost his concentration he lost his you could just i just saw the emotions draining right. from his face and he felt so bad and i felt i was like <sighs> oh my god i just want to help you and and he looked at me and all the judges had red buzzed him and i was giving him a chance to like try to get the per like just get it out you know like i'm just giving you this chance and he looked at me and he goes you can just hit the red buzzer too. And my heart broke. And I was like, listen, I'm hit. I'm not hitting it for a reason. I want you to finish this because, and I actually went and found him backstage. I wait, we, we wrapped the, that episode and I went and I found him. Oh, this is juicy. And BTS I, right here. Yes. Yeah, behind the scenes. <laughs> I went and I found him and I was like, listen, I just wanted to tell you personally that like, I know stand-up comedy is hard. We've done comedy on stage. Oh, You've done it too. I've done it. It's fucking difficult. It's a craft, guys. It's a craft. Yeah. And then you're feeding off the energy of the crowd. So Definitely. if you get three red buzzers, I totally understand why it's going to break you. Right. But I told him, I go, listen, if you want to make it in this world and right. in this industry and you really want to work at this professionally, you can't let something throw you off like that. You got to oh, keep, yeah. even if it's bad, go to the end so that you did it and then you know how to get better after that. I you gave up in the more. middle of it and that was your problem. And he actually thanked me. <sighs> So but I hope he did swallow that one because that's hope he worked on himself. Actually, I really do. Maybe <laughs> well, we'll know, see him in season two. <laughs> well, let's yeah. good luck to him. Mm -hmm. I want I want ultimately success. And maybe this was because I feel like in trajectories, right? There's these arcs. Yeah. Maybe he's just on that other side of it. And sooner or later, he's going to get to here and he's yeah. going to blow our minds. Yeah, it's totally it's yeah. absolutely possible in comedy. I wouldn't say it necessarily in music. I feel like when you're tickling the ivories, yeah. I know whether you're or not you're going to. Yeah. yeah. You dazzling. I don't think so. Get out of the way. <laughs> So the, 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 okay, so that's fascinating. Yeah. I do think, is there one that was just the heartbreaker? The one, was it, or better put, was it, did you expect the winner right away? Because I feel like. No. Uh, oh. I did not. There so were. Then, that's a reason to watch right there. There were three or four contestants and okay. they're right here and I see their face and I talked to some of them. Okay. Um, you know, and the funny thing is, I can't talk about the voting I and know, all that I and know. so uh <laughs> contractual I'm giving obligations you these, i'm giving I know. you these uh, vague questions but vague. If there's a standout for you there were definitely like three standouts oh. and um i just love them and <laughs> i know but i know You're gonna cry again i know i <laughs> I love it. It's like being on the show. <laughs> Let me just sanitize my hands. No, I really love them, but I see such talent in them mm -hmm. that, and this is something I have to explain too, because a lot of maybe your viewers don't know. What? Um, growing up Iranian, yeah. you aren't exactly encouraged to go pursue the arts. Oh. I got a degree in, I was pre-law. 
So I was like, let me get this out of the way. Let me do this. I even worked in corporate litigation for a while. Right. And I always did theater and music growing up. But it was always like, oh, that's your hobby. It was a, it would Culturally be not viable. Culturally, like, right? yeah. Not, like, not uh, stable. Yes, exactly. And then, you, I and then I think understand. about it. Our parents immigrated here from Iran. Yeah. They did the struggling so that we wouldn't so for them to see their daughter like okay you have a degree it's and like you're final choosing insult. to go struggle yeah they're like if you could just not do that that'd be fantastic we just for need us. this one yeah. thing oh never you're mind. not gonna do it <laughs> great even to this day when i was visiting my parents a month ago um they're very proud of me and they you know they love the show and it's all that shit. kind of stuff yeah. and thank you and my mom was like but listen if you go back to law you can still do it this is I'll my favorite Literally. My favorite thing is that in 20 years, probably, yeah. you're going to be doing a, a myriad of other things. One of them won't be law. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. no, I'm positive. I might play a lawyer. One of, yeah, 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 yeah. You might play a lawyer. Yeah. You might know about it and have yeah. to like look up facts or uh-huh. something. But you are still going to get that. Hundred percent. No, even if it's secure, like you're literally putting your hands in yeah. the star of fame. Yeah. And your mother will be like, listen. It's not altogether impossible for you to come back to law. Wash your hands. And then, or my mom, I feel like I could win like a Golden Globe and my mom would like, but it wasn't an Oscar. Right, so you? maybe you should go back to law. You know, I do like it though, because yeah. the one thing that I've known and shout out to Tarantulas. Okay. If, yeah. If you know, you know, that's it. If you know, you know. But the, the, one of the things I've clearly understood within the culture is mm-hmm. that there is like no substitute for the best. Mm-hmm. it's like a very clear understanding of like no that's the best one right you either get the best one or you don't get the best one mm-hmm. and it's really a very specific thing i see i see like the comp the no compromise aspect of it which is because i think everything is the stakes are much higher yeah it means so much more yeah so it's funny coming from here where it's like meh yeah. You know, they're like, what's he going to do? If he does anything, it'll be a miracle. Let's yeah. see what happens yeah. with Drew. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he going <laughs> to yeah. make something I of don't himself? Know, you know? Yeah. He seems in- to be just listening to records and stuff. I don't know. If, He's like, going to be a DJ. My parents kind of like my dad. I knew I got some looks from my dad. He didn't say it directly, but he was like, I don't know what you're going to figure out. He's like, out. you're going to be a failure, son, <laughs> and I know it. And I've already come to terms with that. <laughs> yeah. No, so, but it's, yeah. No, so, it's interesting. It's, it's Okay, so when, uh, do you, in that, do you put the, is the pressure double on you? Do you feel too? In the sense of From like. From my family yeah. or. Because it takes succeed? so much. And I really, th- I think some people don't quite understand mm. that it takes so much. You, like you mm. said with the contestants, it takes so much bravery just to get up in front of people yes. and do the thing. Yes. It takes an incredible amount more bravery to go, that's my life. You know what it is too? <sighs> it, it, here's another thing I connected with them. They were putting their hearts on the line mm-hmm. for this opportunity. It's a huge show. It's the right. first global show of this nature in Persian language. So it was so a big awesome. deal, yeah. which was, I, knock on wood, it was like amazing. Uh, you learn something new. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was taking on a challenge of myself first. Every right. job I've booked in the last whatever of my career has been in English. Right. This is the first thing I did that's just Persian language and Farsi. Wow. And so I was nervous right. and I was scared. And Because um, you're a double agent. No, I'm down. I'm a double agent. <laughs> I'm an undercover agent. Um, but it's true. So I would like, feel their nervousness. I'm like, yeah, don't worry. A couple of them I remember were like, I just feel really nervous. I was like, girl, I'm nervous too. So like we're on the same page. Don't worry about it. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. And this may be a little... Huh. But uh, when you're on... When you met these other people and you met them, I, I assume right away. The judges. The other judges, yeah. right. Was there any... Uh, how do I put it? Because I feel like... 
it's like with certain groups of people or something like that. When you're placed with them, were they feeling like, oh, here's the American? Did they give you a little bit of the American aspect you know, of it? I or? didn't actually feel that. Oh, okay. I, and let me tell you, the judges... Just curious. Yeah, no. Anash okay. is like an international pop star and he has like... Uh, he produces music and writes for mm-hmm. other artists like that. He just did a song with That's DJ awesome. Marshmallow. That's and awesome. Mahnaz is like a beloved actress in Iran and awesome. Ebi is like our he's been working since like I don't know 40 years ago like he yeah. I grew up with his music That's awesome. they're fucking stars so then and I'm sitting here and I'm like yeah I've worked in America but nobody knows who I am in Iran other than my family so I was like oh my god what am I gonna do so I was like a bit starstruck in the beginning but they couldn't have been more like Oh, hi, Nazanin. Yeah, good See, to meet you in person. And like ask me questions great. about myself. And it was great. Because I Because sometimes that can make a job like, all right, now stressful. it's t- double stress. Yeah. Because like I got to worry about like kind of like not pleasing people necessarily, but get yeah. along with you and then get along with you. And yeah. Then, you know, yeah. I've always felt like that. Even the crew for that matter. I'm yeah. always like, hey, like, because I don't want to be like the crew oh, i was like this with immediately yeah. oh, I, I always bet. you know wait, you're the same a crew i'm <laughs> yeah. just like you're my people uh, like every yeah day, yeah all, day. all the day all, all the time day. i'm like good friends with a lot of them i text them every day yeah yeah it's true because yeah. i think there's the, the those hardest the working unsung i, I mean actors say. are honestly the most important people in the world um <laughs> but other than them i would say crew is thank you important. for addressing yeah that. Obviously. i was gonna get to that question mm-hmm. let me just sanitize my hands after i said that because that was gross so speaking of sanitizing i wanted to ask you about this yeah uh, you said so. You shot in Sweden. We shot in Sweden, yeah. And you, you, you did a little bit of like they were. They're kind of in like a different approach, but they yet took you a different handle- approach. Yeah, it's <laughs> a nice way to put it. You didn't, but you got the kind of the treatment, which is like, which I like. Yeah. In terms of hosting, it's like. How are they doing? Like I, I said, you were kind of like the vegan on set, where it's like, well, what are they? How are they normally take it? And then they like made it possible for that to happen, which I think you got to be so, I think willing to be, um, to adjust and to adapt in this. Be permeable. Yeah. Oh my God. Because it just seems like so many things got shut down for those reasons. For one thing. Chris is screaming. Uh, Screaming, which we can talk about that later. But, um, (laughs) no, they were, the production was great because we had, um, you know, the hotel staff before mm-hmm. we got to the hotel knew we were co- obviously they know we're part of the production. We're the right. talent. We had our own places to sit if we wanted to go eat. Hotel okay. staff had masks on. We kept our masks on, too. Um, and then on set, everybody got tested in the morning before they were allowed okay. to work. So we had a nurse come take our rapid covid test. And awesome. um, I had a false positive <laughs> one time and I had a 20 minute panic attack um, and it was fine. It was I got two negatives in a row. So I was negative. But let me tell you the scariest part about that. Sure. Right before that, even I had a mask and Ebby, Ebby June. Ebby is the um, he's the uh, older yeah 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 salt bearded pepper. salt and pepper thank yeah, you yeah. yeah he's like icon well, status listen, I know about it okay thank you yeah you see, you've looked you've done your <laughs> research we had just been talking and his dressing room was right next to mine and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get Ebby sick the Iranian community is gonna fucking kill me you know what I mean I was like they're gonna drag <laughs> me through this the street second degree murder yeah it is basically second degree murder first degree probably I'm never gonna Man like work again yeah. So I was, and then I was like, I'm going to die in Sweden. How am I going to tell my parents? Like, oh my God, you guys didn't take it seriously. I've been so safe in California. Um, and anyway, I got two negatives in a row, but they were very safe and everyone had a mask on backstage and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's that, that's all it's, it's really kind of all you really need. Yeah. Um, all the negative tests. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, monitoring it and being and behaving. But what I was going yeah. to ask you is like, so you came back after yeah. doing this thing. Did, has the city to you like this? And we're talking about Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Has this city... How long have you been here, or I in and out of here? Six years. 
Okay, so yeah. has has the city changed for you in that amount of time? Because we're going to get into like what it has happened recently. Too. L.A. Yeah, I mean, it's changes in the sense of like. I mean, yeah, it's changed a lot. There's a lot of things that are closed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of things that should stay closed, in my opinion. Like, That's what I'm saying. Do we really need One Oak? Did we anyone really need, need Hyde? I know. <laughs> do we really need it? Um, no offense to anyone at One Oak, but kind of, maybe. Kind of just kind where of people offense. got like gun charges. This is like the waste of everyone's stabbings <laughs> at One Oak before. <laughs> Remember the little neon sign? It was like, oh, yeah. I, I got something about, what was it? I don't know. Aside from being something about one, I spent my night at One Oak. I don't know. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, yeah, Ended yeah. up at One Oak. That's what it was. And it's like, but do you want to end up at One Oak anymore? <laughs> Maybe it's time to stop ending up so at One Oak. woke up at One yeah. Oak, which is worse. We're about to make it some should... enemies right now. <laughs> know, like know, all the One Oak promoters like, fuck no, is that oh, even true? Uh, yeah. yeah, we're um, such a fucking cool place. No, but like it's changed in the sense that nightlife is gone. But did we really need it? It's gone and it's become... Well, that's the interesting thing is I feel like, you know, that that culture will always be there whether they're underground or above ground, right? That's true. And we grew up in that where it was like if we wanted to and we didn't have the little, you know, we weren't of age or whatever, we figured it out. Just like kids figure it out. Yeah. That being said, I kind of... I kind of like it. It's kind of like how I felt about weed, where I'm like, excuse me for talking about marijuana oh God, for the millionth time. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of, there was something special about it not being, you know, at the supermarket grown and stuff so like that. So accessible, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. kind of. There was coming to some like, I like the little like side languages and the little like shush yeah. shush about it. Yeah. But that's weird and you shouldn't have, you should, that shouldn't matter to you. That's my big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like, I'm, I do have a fondness for cool shit. Like if you're going to speak easy or whatever, the problem is I feel like people are growing, allowing them, allowing people to, especially in this city, because mm-hmm. it is spread out mm-hmm. as, spread as, out. as many people as uh, that are here. So dense, but very spread so out. So dense. Yeah. And like neighborhoody more than, you know, it takes you at least five years to figure out what the hell is going on. I barely know where I'm going <laughs> still. So it's fine. I look at maps. I'm like, am I close to you? I'm on your way. Right. You want to pick me up or? Well, I just spent a day in Culver or wherever and we landed in some like a body of water and I was like, what is it? This could be, I told the friend I was riding my bike with, I was like, this could be the Caspian Sea. And I would know. <laughs> I would Caspian's not. near Iran though. So it was still, you know, we're not Respect. near the Caspian. You know, I thought yeah. I'd throw that out there. <laughs> Shout out, you know. He's trying this. Yeah, He's the Caspian. We know the caveat. Yeah. Um, but my, my, it's changed. It's, it's changed. changed. The right. landscape's changed. The way we interact has changed. Restaurants have changed. You know, LA is a tourist city. Re- yeah, you know, regardless. It really of even, is. And I live in Hollywood. Right. And I've noticed, like, you know, there's like nobody Mm-mm. in in Hollywood Boulevard. I will say, the last few weeks, I have noticed there is more foot traffic. People yeah. with masks. There takes their the tourism is starting again. It's slow to roll though. It's just everything's uh, it's different. It's different. It's now. like everybody wa- everybody's doing this thing at their door. Like, eh, yeah. Can I? Can I? should we nobody really knows for sure you know what i wish we would have done from the well a lot of things we could have done different (laughs) but let's just say i just wish everybody could have accepted from day one listen guys it's going to be different for like a couple years let's just accept that and then get to the couple years because i feel like what happened was everybody could be like we can't do this but let's try to do this and it would make things worse okay but let's try to do this but not do that and it was like we're going to open this we're going to close that we're going to open this at 10 percent capacity but we're going to close this and none of it made a lot of sense it felt very arbitrary right and so I feel like, um, and this is <laughs> so a ter- true. terrible city to be arbitrary in because half the city is just, 
I mean, they're living in a, a, living in a, a city of their own universe. <laughs> like, remember the mansion parties that got busted, and then oh, somehow yeah. there was like just like uh, machine guns and firearms found at these machines. I was like, there's always arms. What is happening? Why are we dealing arms again, everyone? Stop dealing what? arms. If I'm at a mansion party in Bel Air, the last thing I expect to, uh, I for know. there to be is like machine guns. I know, I know. Cut to you being like, Drew, I never thought I just be yeah. selling bazookas. It's so weird. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> it's a COVID special. It's cool. So weird. Um, I, okay, so the city's changed. I definitely see it. The landscape, yeah. obviously, with what's going on with all the retail. Yeah. I think the thing is, without the retail there, it, it was distraction. Like, even the billboards are slowly sort of blank yeah so you're driving by what i feel like is an unfinished town in a lot of ways oh like, that's interesting way to look at it yeah we're yeah. like on our own movie set right now <laughs> yeah, in LA. we're like we're nobody like, showed happen? up there's the fires there's wind it feels like a town right now that is one of those made out of plywood where you'd open the door and it wouldn't be it would just end at a brick wall and yeah. you'd be like that makes sense yeah no we that are literally sense. living in a literal movie set right now yeah it's like a truman show it is a Truman yeah, Show. We don't so know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on with the vaccine. But the weather is super consistent. It's the so funny. Is pretty it good. feels like we're in a giant soundstage. It, I'm telling you, <laughs> we are on a set and we if just don't know it. knows what we're talking about, yeah. it's absolutely true because Do the, you know what it's we're consistently about? perfect weather Yeah. with no shift regard there were winds the other day and people were like i don't know what i'm gonna do batten down the hatches get some tape oh my on god the a little, a sprinkle yeah. out there i don't know how i'm gonna drive and they do and they'll crash yeah. there's like always you know it's like a fucking light drizzle everybody crashes their little la let me tell you guys yeah, los angeles guys are the worst freaks yeah the worst the fuck out and i'm talking to you tesla threes yeah i'm talking to model threes only now precipitation <laughs> fucks success. everybody up in yeah. this city and it's funny because I'm from the East Coast, mm. so I'm used to like blizzards. Mm. We drive in blizzards and we're good. And these people are like, oh my God, Without it's rain. Like people would be like, oh, the wipers ain't working. Keep it yeah. moving. You yeah. know what I mean? You'd be like, what? Yeah. So that being said, uh-huh. I know that's very true. I know that also people like out here, if I feel like this is a town of people that get into their cars to do this, the, mo- the most simplest task. Yeah. So they easily could walk over. Nobody to, walks. They don't want to do it because also now there's this like, especially in this little lovely mm-hmm. section of town, there's also like an odd confrontation that might happen yeah. on your way there. There is uh, living in Hollywood. I will say that that <laughs> yes. is absolutely today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this happens all the time. And my friend came over and I was like, don't worry. This happens every day. Yeah. There's always one person at my intersection and I won't say what intersection is, but always one person at my intersection screaming at the top of their lungs about nonsense. And I looked out my balcony today and I was like, dude, could you just maybe like, and then I saw an LAPD pull up and then I was like, oh shit. Cause the guy was wearing a trench coat and I was like, this could not end well. And I was like, do I need to like film this? And then the guy put his hands up and then it's like, even the LAPD is over this shit. They just took, he was in the middle of a busy intersection. Yelling, cars are stopping, honking. He's like causing mayhem. And then the cops put the megaphone on. They go, can you just move out of the street, please? And the guy was like, no, I'm not moving. And then the, the cop literally goes, get out of the street. <sighs> and he did. And then they drove off. And I was like, well, that's good. That's what should have happened. But also, thanks for just saying that. Thanks for saying that. But then we're our mental health experts. That's I'm worried. I'm worried. Different I, topic. Yeah. It's like the yeah. infrastructure of that. I'm, I'm we're, we're, we'll give it. You know, we're letting Biden breathe, as they say. Let we're letting breathe. the old bag we of bones We opened up the cork breathe. and uh, decanting him, yeah, if you will. Exactly. It's a wine <laughs> Blow term. Blow the dust off that bad boy and get it to work. But I do think the mood 
overall has shifted kind of in a positive light because of the How sort so? of, I'll tell you why. Yeah, tell me. There isn't constant news coverage of somebody saying utterly insane <sighs> things God. over and over and over again. Yeah. So the it feels like there's dead air. Yeah. It feels there's all this shit going on. I we landed that. on the fucking Mars. You saw that. On the Mars. On the Mars. <laughs> we landed on the Mars. Yeah. Guys, I'm worried because I am what they call solo linguistic. We landed on the Mars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Time for Marks. Uh-huh. So which I think is really compelling. It's also what the what that research is going to do is gonna either prove the existence of life on that planet. For sure. Or which is a sick thing. We have life. Because I can't wait till we can just get past the fact that we know aliens exist. They're whatever. definitely there. So so, yeah. so that being said. Yeah. Uh, we, we still have news, but because we don't have a braiding lunatic, mm-hmm. it does feel like, huh, nothing's going on. I keep seeing the most interesting, uh, I'm just going to take it here because I always do, take but I've it. been seeing, and if you live in Los Angeles for a short amount of time, you see car chases, and they're really miraculous. They <laughs> last so incredibly long, and they end Why so oddly. Yeah. And the last one, and this is the thing that I got to eat my words, uh-huh. Johnny eat my words, is that normally it's a guy. Mm-hmm. I always. have to say, it's always a guy. Always a male. And he always guns it or runs it or whatever. And or he goes five time, miles an hour. It was two females. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, wow. I got to give I gotta give some credit because you're giving the stats a chance. What were they running from? Uh, a stolen the vehicle. They, they went on a high-speed pursuit in yeah. a stolen vehicle. Not Amazing. A, not, Love that not journey. Not your best L.A. move. No. Although, like, if if you were to say, I got to LA and bam, I, I got into a high-speed pursuit, I'd be like, it's not the craziest story I've yeah, heard. It's happened, actually. <laughs> I did, mine was last week, so, so <coughs> yeah. We know that the the actual, like, streets and the, like, the look of this town is shifting. <coughs> we know that, like, everybody's kind of peering out to make sure it's cool because nobody quite knows if it's cool to be out. And because nobody, and this is what I was going to get to, wouldn't it have been just easier if somebody was like, and I'm not talking about Fauci, but just some representative. Uh-huh. And this is going to be our representative for what the deal is. Okay. And he would come out and just be like, here's the deal, guys. We don't know about this until this scientist figures it out. We're going to do A, B, C, and D. We're not going to create tents in yeah. outside in the street because yeah. a tent is a closed structure. Yeah. It makes no sense. For these restaurants. Are you telling the restaurants? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mamma mia. First of all, and you had a negative COVID test two days ago, you told did, me. Okay, yeah. so this cough shouldn't bother me. Um, no, no, no. That's purely on the CBD level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Rip a fat bong. <laughs> um, right before I got here. I um, No, so... Yeah, I look, I've seen these tents and they're completely closed off. I was like, and so you're basically indoors. So this is not compliant. Do, do you feel like that is just somebody being like, because uh, I, I understand it's chilly at night. And it's I, and, chilly at night. But it is, it is the place, if you're going to have a patio. Right. It's L.A. was the patio king. But just have the patio then. This just have the This patio. like parking lot nonsense that I've seen. I haven't gone to a parking lot, I will not, say. I'm not trusting your design gone. values either. I don't either. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I don't. I'm do seeing like weird trusslas. What are they called? The, yeah, anyway. Trusslas? I think you compared. You just combined trussle and Tesla. On the Mars. With on the Mars. We have but trussles. Like, tr- truffles. Truffles? Or they have like, truffles. They're, they're like. I know what you're talking about. Oh, they're like pieces of. Yes. Fencing just MacGyvered together with like fake tree like, on it. This could fall on my head. <coughs> yeah, is it worth it's just uh, yeah, the that's gnocchi? What it is. That's what it is. Should I just buy the gnocchi and <laughs> get delivery? No, it's it's weird because and I also understand from a small. Here's the other thing. Mm. 
these big chains were allowed to stay open yeah. and these small businesses are suffering. So it's like, we get it. We get it. Like you guys want to stay open and you want to be compliant. It, to me, it does never made sense that I could go shopping at century city, oh, I agree. but I couldn't go eat at century city. No, we feel, what's the difference? I feel like it's been wildly botched. Right. And it's, I get, I get it. Like, Oh, they would say, okay, when you eat, you take your mask off, but the tables are spaced mm -hmm. out. The servers are wearing masks and shields. Yeah. Why can't I go? And I'm not saying like I'm saying, oh, I want to go to a restaurant. I'm just saying as far as small business and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not budget. Um, uh, grow capital? No. Oh. What's the word I'm looking for? I, I can't because I drank too much yes, tequila. Yes, the marks. Anyway, uh, the GDP. Domestic, gross domestic product. Oh, oh. Are we talking about that? I don't California, know, but I feel like I just flunked a quiz. <laughs> no, because California has one of the highest uh, grossing economies in the world, not just that. America, the world. And we shut so much shit down. And it's like you made all these small restaurants and businesses close, but yeah. you allowed like chain things to remain open. That's you're catering to big corporations and that's not cool okay so if you're gonna let walmart and target stay open let you know joe's italian restaurant on the corner stay open yeah, somehow that, too that would made no sense help them me. be compliant help them or help like, me help you <laughs> it was a thing where you did see the survival of the fittest in the sense that like some places were super smart to pop a to-go window in real fast. Real quick. I saw sons of bitches where I'm like, you're not going to mate. And then came back and I was mm -hmm. like, you got a to-go window? We will deliver within 20 you, miles. You yeah. can make a shit burger and yeah. still survive yeah. because you just put in that to-go window. Yeah. And I feel like those are the, the critical mistakes. Thank God I don't have to make them with a the small business. Yeah. Uh, my heart goes out to a lot of small businesses right now. But yeah. I do feel like, you know. We'll it's not get, fair. We'll bounce back and get on our feet. Are there any. We will. I do have this question for yeah. you. Are yeah. there any side effects of this time period the last say whatever's 13 months yeah that you feel are positive like for instance mm. i feel like one of the positives is i was this personal space fanatic i really like personal space yeah like in line you're like why are you staying so close to me in line and yeah. i'm not even i can't and this i'm gonna say i'm not a lady that's already the space issue is already broken all the time yeah so for me it was like, oh, I couldn't imagine. That's already awful. But I, I really feel like that's been one of the blessings of this time period. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. You're staying your distance away from me. For me, I feel like, A, it made me slow down. A, it made me do all of my daily gratitudes even uh. more. So like I now I do it every single day throughout the day. And just because I know that no matter what I've struggled with throughout the pandemic, yeah. I have had had it way better. Thank God than a lot of people. So I remember to s verbalize those things out loud. So I remind myself of how good I have it. I am thankful for my family. Um, I realize even more the importance of like the circle that you keep around you, how they feed your energy and your soul. Yeah. And the people that maybe were sucking that energy out of you fell to the wayside during this time. Because there's no time for there's it. There's no time. We all are on borrowed time. So it's like make the most out of, and we've heard it, you know, when you grow up and you're like, they're like, you never know if you're going to get tomorrow. And you're like, I mean, it's so cliche. And you're yeah, like, you're like 12th what? grade seems like an eternity from yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But it's cliche for a reason. Yeah. And I think the fact that like, we do need to take a look at how we treat each other. Everybody that you meet, mm -hmm. everybody is going, you nowadays we're going to run into someone who probably lost someone from COVID, right. someone who went bankrupt for like two, three months and couldn't feed their kids. Someone right. who, you know, all these things. And it's like, just be nicer to people. Like, please be kind. Just please. You never know what, that is what such the true statement. Happening. Oh my God. Well, one, that was very beautiful. Oh, Second of all, it's absolutely true. Third, yeah. it's really hard to keep in mind. I do feel like I'm sharing a bit of that gratefulness, uh, all joking aside. Yeah. Because 
I do feel very strongly that I was in a position, even though I maybe overdid it on the lockdown tip where yeah. I was like, I ain't seeing nobody. Yeah, Jack. yeah. I turned into nobody like, get near me. Yeah, I was like a hobbit character yeah. for about two months there. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. looking good. Because we didn't know. We had no information. We're like, are we going to die? Is this on a pizza box? Like, I wash the pizza box? Like, you know I what I mean? almost went straight loco. Yeah. Like, and so, and I'm glad because like a lot of people have talked to me. Man, it's so great that like we even, like, part of that is. We, we live in a time where you can say things about mental health now that don't make you seem like a lunatic. It was and so taboo, think, and I never understood. You know what else, too? I, I had good friends that studied psychology, psychiatry, psychoanalysis. Right. So it's like I grew up like this is normal that you talk about your feelings, you share, you go to therapy, you get through things. We're all of uh, collective trauma. Like I'm a, tr I react here. The other thing that you learn is the way that people are reacting to you is always m most certainly 90% of it, or maybe more is a result of what they've been through and their own insecurities and their own right. shortcomings. And we all have it. Right. So if you learn to actually take, I have learned even more so in the last year to take things way less personally. Right. You know what I mean? Someone doesn't call you back. Someone doesn't want to hang out. Someone, it's oh, like, all yeah. right, well, I'll see you when I see you, buddy. You must be going through, and I'm here if you need right. me. Or, you know what I'm just saying? You know what I mean? I think about like, all sorts of scenarios, right? Yeah. Because I, I do, I, I'm 100% in the same boat. I do have that same mentality. I do think I suffer some swings occasionally uh, when they go into like, I'll, I'll definitely seem moodier than, you know, or being like, today's crap, man. This has got to end. I'll do, I'll be overly dramatic. I'll use the fucking whole deal. Can I tell you yeah. one reason that I actually really liked you when we became friends oh. um, that I felt cool with you was we immediately kind of formed a, a kinship like joking around. Right. And I noticed in you right away, you can go up and down. But yeah. the difference is there's other people that might take that personally that I've seen around you that be like, oh, my God, Drew doesn't like me or Drew's right, me. And I'd right. be like, or you right. could just understand Drew's probably just going through his own shit today. Right. Leave him alone until he comes around. It's weird but how some like people that. won't let you do that, though. Yeah. I feel like I trap myself myself. I feel mm -hmm. like I, I'm being self-critical here because I do. I would probably say it was other people for a while. But now I know that it was like my expectations of myself around other people. And now I'm like, hmm. I've lowered them. You're be your, just, just yeah. Be it's just like yeah. it's exhausting too. Yeah. And and to have somebody be like, all right, it's like you should be. Here's the thing. Okay, we we live in a world I think that where there's a lot of positive jargon, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is really valid and true. And I think the, the the thing about gratefulness is that it's it's just like a lot of things in life that are contagious. Yeah. They kind of spawn on themselves. Yeah. And it's like just in the same way that in the exact reverse. If you wake up every day like this is fucked, buddy, it's gonna be fucked all day. Every, so every day. I don't know <laughs> what the best case scenario it is. If you gotta, you gotta find a little bit of about. Uh, I know this. I was thinking about this the other day, and this is kind of. Uh, but there are people that can't stand to be alone. Yeah, I feel for those people yes. because they probably went through a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, trying to, and I know that like a lot of people, people got the dogs and people adopted the things and. Uh, to try to like deal with those things. Fill the void. None of them are wrong. Mm -hmm. None of them are wrong. Mm -hmm. But I do, I can think of half a dozen people in my life that 
cannot, they're like, they have to be taught. I have to have somebody around me at all times. And so for those people, I know that it was probably a challenging time. It's hard. I like love, (laughs) I am very social. I'm very Mm -hmm. outgoing. I love being around people and talking, but I also very much enjoy being by myself at home and cooking and watching my real housewives and dancing around with nobody to music and singing at the top of my lungs. And it's It's totally fine. It's It's great. It's pretty great. Yeah. So I think giving. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say just everybody's different and we all need some sort of connection. I think what this year has also shown is we're more uh, cautious about who we're connecting with. For sure. And when we're connecting with them. I think we're about, I felt like this for a while. I felt like people were not necessarily naive, but I was, I was often sort of like, how is this still a scam kind Mm -hmm. of person where I was like, please explain. Okay. What do you mean? Like, I felt like, people were still getting caught up in a lot of like Nigerian, like strange emails and stuff like that. And I feel like, <laughs> sorry, please send me money or my family will <laughs> be killed. I'm a king. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm going to start out with, I'm a king. So our economy has collapsed oh, and you the are email. the savior. Yeah. Uh, so got my email. Speaking yeah. of which, what? So forgive me. And I don't know if you are following, uh, the, the, the non-royal royal couple now. Prince Harry. Meghan Markle. Yeah. They're in California. Yeah, I know. Right? They, Where are I they? I think they're starting a podcast too. Oh my God. Aren't you, you right? Do have us as a guest? <laughs> if you guys need a guest, print former Prince We're, Harry and yeah. Meghan Duchess. Duchess? But we got to vibe Meghan first because I'm not 100% sure I want to commit Maybe we won't vibe it. with them. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, we just learned this I am dying for this uh, mm-hmm. secretly on the low. Yeah. I'm dying to find out what this podcast is about. I wonder. Because I just saw the promo and I don't know how you feel about this. There's Let a me promo. Ask you okay. A, uh, this particular thing. I wanted yeah. to bring this up earlier. But yeah. there's this podcast promo I saw on the pa- the homepage because I got to pay attention because of this thing. You got to do it. I got to pay attention to it because it's a thing I it's have. It's a competition. Yeah. So I'm glad you understand mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw the boss who just got busted for a DUI, the Bruce Springsteen, and Obama have their own podcast yeah. called Renegades, oh, born in the USA. Okay. What are your thoughts? Do who, you want to listen to this? Whose podcast is that? It's Obama's podcast with Barack, President o- Barack Obama, or former first lady. <laughs> well, I still call him President Barack. <laughs> no, a lot of people do. And, Same and, here. And Flotus. I'm still like Biden's the vice, huh? Yeah. So Biden's vice president and, <laughs> yeah, and Kamala's okay, president, right? Kam- yeah, Kamala is. Don't the trick president. me twice. Uh, <laughs> fool me yeah. once, shame on you. Um, but I would listen. Of course, I would of course, listen right? to President Obama's. Part podcast. of the reason why is I listen to Obama narrate like Huck Finn. And you're like, okay. His voice, yeah. like all that stuff that he does, like there's a, he's been training with that voice to find, here's, hear me out as a politician. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say to that point. Go on. President Obama could literally read me the ingredients on my shampoo bottle That's what and I'm I'd be like, wow, dihoxychlorotride. That's oh what I'm God. saying. God, like nobody could say it like that. You know and what I mean? I can't say the same for the boss. Because have no. you ever heard the boss talk? No disrespect to no the, one of the disrespect. greatest living American songwriters of all time. Born in the USA, glory the days. USA. He's he's kind of Americana, a bygone Americana, if you will. Uh, wearing the fucking flag in his back pocket mm-hmm. and some tight jeans in the mm-hmm. 80s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the boss sounds... He kind of likes to like this. Yeah, sure. you don't want to hear that narrative. It's kind of like... I don't want to hear like Clint Eastwood with a bunch of marbles in his mouth. Yeah, on. But I've never actually listened in to what the boss's whole vibe is about and maybe he's a kook maybe he's like maybe he needed this outlet for you to find out new side of bruce springsteen i'm sorry are you saying that bruce springsteen (laughs) and barack obama are doing a podcast together together oh yeah 
that's Renegades, interesting. Born in the USA. I would listen to it just and to see it's what it's about. It's a black about. and white photo, yeah. and you got Obama, and he's sitting there, legs crossed. Can I look at? Like, oh, my phone's over there. You Never can mind. totally look it up. Yeah, go f- look it up. We're riffing, okay, but go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get your phone and look Let's it see up. See what this is about. But I'll, I'll finish by explaining what so far I understand from it, and I know that it might be just a promo or something like that. But this is how fucking crazy the world is. Where I got news of the ex-Royals Royals getting their own pod and being like, we got to start a pod. I'm sorry. Are we going to start a podcast? Well, we're going to start a podcast. <laughs> my love. Yeah. We'll Me, just do you the voices and Archie. For them if they're not interesting. What do you say? We're going to like, it, we're going to, you know, do a little podcast about life after quarantine and, you know, tequila yeah, yeah, and margaritas, yeah. spicy margaritas, hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. And little bit, things like that. Get and the then geezers together. <laughs> Geezers together and the Renegade podcast with pre- former so president. Le- what is it? Oh, yeah, Renegade Bruce, podcast. Bruce Springsteen. Um, oh, Barack Obama you. and Bruce Springsteen podcast Renegades coming to Spotify. Well, wouldn't you know? And wouldn't you leave it to Spotify because Spotify is slowly, quietly taking creating over the world? a media company, yeah, that is going to dominate the stratosphere. Because think about mm-hmm. this, and this everything. Just, well, they're just the, they did something I didn't think was like. Such a savvy business move, which is we have this entire subscription of people, right? Just listening to tunes. They're listening to the fucking Beatles or whatever. Mm -hmm. How about we just introduce media to that enormous subscribership that's already built in? We don't need to convince them to fucking Disney Plus for $14.90. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it makes it's such a clever side hustle, like a sweet side move of being like, oh, we're just going to take this gigantic billion subscribership and go, hey, by the way, we have like cool shit. Like there's a sitcom. It's probably with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah, I know. It's like my biggest gripe is with Apple TV because they're so blatantly like we paid 10 people. We paid 10 huge people. Yeah. It's like Spielberg. Boo, boo, boo. I've already complained and about this. This way is too the much. network. Yeah. I'm never going to get hired by uh-huh. Apple TV. No, you might. But <laughs> no. <You> might. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, but uh, I just I find it super funny that like these that they're trying to do that and they're trying to grab these subscribers. And it's just a sort of subscriber battle mm-hmm. that used to be the cable Nielsen or Nielsen, Nielsen ratings. Yes. Yeah. And that used to be, that was the old way of trying to compete and all this stuff. And now, now it's like, it's a, it's a kind of, kind of backdoor move, you know what I mean? But, but, but that being said, I'm fucking interested to see a, who puts their foot in their mouth, Mm -hmm. right? What if Obama one day just stubs his toe on the podcast and is like, son of a mother. And he goes off, right? I'll smack the wig off that. And. Like, We're just like, oh my god! Did you hear what fucking? Yeah, did you hear what Brock said? <laughs> so yeah, that was one crazy. fucking time. Me and Joe were. Uh, if in he Syria. had a fall from grace, nothing is real. I don't think. If you could pick any celebrity duo to have a podcast, who would it be? That I would be with them. No, or no, just, just two, oh, two like, people that I think should yeah, do something together. Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen okay, so didn't we already see that coming. Did not see that coming. I had to Google it to even know that it was a thing. Okay. Yeah. And you're like the Bruce? Two like, celebrities. You could have picked Snoop. Like Barack, oh. no offense, but you could have picked Snoop. Okay, what if it was like? And he's established in the podcast game. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mike Epps, maybe. Okay, hold on. Let Go me. Ahead. I need a minute to think about this. No, take your time. I just do feel they like... have to be alive? No, but oh, like. Oh, okay. So Tupac. <laughs> okay, that would be fresh. Tupac's one, and then who? Would That's I put so him? good because he was already very political and already. So great. I felt like he every press interview that he had is mm-hmm. now prolific. 
Like every time you see a clip, you're like, oh my God, he's genius. I mean, to me, he was, first of all, he's the goat. But to me, <laughs> Tupac is so much more than a rapper. He was a poet. He was a lyricist. He was an artist. Yeah. He was a political activist. Actor, um, yeah. Way before, what was he, like 23, 25 something yeah. when he died? I can't remember now because I'm drunk. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he was, I would love to hear a podcast with him because you know he would touch on everything. Mm-hmm. Um so I Tupac guess if he, had, it, I think it would person? be Biggie because if he had a, you think so? I think they would have a tremendous podcast. I think they would at this they stage would, in the game, both really of them would be old. To, mm-hmm. They'd look all salt and pepper like DMX, where he's and like, they'd say DMX looks tired. Like I saw a video of like, he looks upset. I saw of one of the new Jack rappers, and you know they're all on Xanax and they live forever and shit, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking <laughs> out of their minds and their neon colored eyes and their hair. And yeah, yeah, they're just amazing. like, I'm on everything. And um. He the, he caught DMX at like a local spot, like hanging out, getting food. Yeah. And DMX is just so caught off guard because this dude's throwing him on his IG or whatever. And DMX is just like, man, yeah, man, whatever. Like DMX just looks like a dog who's kind of just like slowed down over the years. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck. Because yeah, he's yeah, seen everything. He, he really has. So he's no, gone it, full throttle, and it, now he's reduced to neutral. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in neutral. DMX I would definitely, is definitely riding in neutral. Well, you know, Jack, our friend Jack Pearson did a film with him. That's Remember? amazing. We need to watch that. We also Shout need to get Jack, Jack on. Yeah, Jack Shout needs out. to come on and tell his, his yeah. interesting DMX stories. Yeah. That being said, I agree. I feel like it, it, it totally, at this point, Tupac and Biddy would have uh, uh, squashed the beef. For united sure. both coasts because they would have understood hey we're not going to play into this because we all know first of all this was record labels just trying to make more money media media trying to make more money that's 100%. all it was they even admitted it themselves in 100%. so many words and so yeah seeing them on a podcast would be cool i feel like but let's do one where it's like okay. two women too who would the yeah. women be um, okay well fran lebowitz i just saw that documentary with her and i was like she's pretty she's, funny she's fucking amazing but like let's but if it was her and like miley cyrus I would listen to a podcast with Miley Cyrus. I love Miley I would Cyrus. Subs- I dare I say I Britney would subscribe. Spears. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears sure. and Miley Cyrus. And then, hold on. And then oh. maybe let's do female rappers. So, like, Cardi Ooh. B. Okay. And you know what, Lil' Kim. Let's go OG. <gasps> I would love be to new see her out and about with the great lighting. Yeah. I, would, I need great lighting on Lil' Kim. I refuse to not have it. I don't care what Cardi B, bring your own team. Yeah. But I need Lil soft, Kim. easy mm-hmm. lighting on mm-hmm. Little Kim from now on. If that's just how I'm going to roll. Lil' Kim's pretty OG. So you know what I'm saying? I, I just, Lil' Kim and Cardi I B would could want, be a thing. And, and uh, I just feel like that would be great. I'd love to hear. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Sorry, I'd love well, to see Lauren Hill too. I have a feeling if you want my. Oh, in my humble. Uh-huh. Lauren Hill's would come. I feel like. A lot of problems. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Just okay? say it. I feel like. Lauren Hill has come to a great awakening. Okay. This is a very gifted, talented person that I found. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I can still listen to it. It's a fucking track. classic. Even I, I go full full back. Like, let's reel it back mm-hmm. a little bit to the Fugees because I felt like that's where everybody just la, clicked. La, la, la. So, there was a moment where you saw fame and all of these things because i feel like it hits you like a freight train you mm-hmm. know you get a platinum album or whatever everybody's losing their fucking minds you're yeah. like i you know you wake up and you go shut up and everybody's like that's amazing yeah. it's like yeah. that went gold or yeah. whatever yeah so i can know i know that that can be frustrating certain people handle it this way certain people run away they go to jamaica or whatever but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i do feel like ever since when she's ever like she's been i think traumatized a little bit by it to where she doesn't trust it at all people like most deaf, like I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but like there yeah. are certain there's certain personalities that are like I'm not buying what you're selling, but I'm here. 
Yeah. And oh, you're like, yeah, whoa, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. checked out. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not buying what you're selling, but I'm here. Definitely, exactly. most stuff is that. Definitely Lauren Hill's that. Yeah. Um, it's a bold stance, but it works flawlessly. And it takes a courageous human being because you want so bad. It sounds so crazy, but when you're put into a situation like this, where there's a bunch of people asking you weird questions and yeah. they kind of think, you think that they like you. Mm-hmm. That's the delusional person. Yeah, they're just trying to catch you. They're just trying to nab you. So they're just like, hey, come on. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's like, to me, if what it feels directly like, at least in my personal opinion, is when um, a baby's being played with by someone who doesn't know it and mm-hmm. is like, kill it. And they're squeezing your, and you're just and like, what like, are you stop. doing? That's yeah. what the press feels like to me. Yeah. Or at least, yeah. you know, when you're doing like, the car whatever it is yeah so i've always been like this is you know rough yeah. and also i fucking do the stupidest thing every time i'll smoke a little doobie or something yeah go in there extra scared uh-huh you know what i mean yeah. go in there extra scared talk Give to yourself these anxiety. talk to the serpents extra scared yeah Drew. that's smart make them be monsters that's cool so okay so you you said you were watching the uh television and and like just mind numbing stuff because i noticed recently and, and i'm gonna ask you a question i swear the people are sort of like leaning away from like very serious dramas and stuff. I've noticed this today because I keep asking people like, oh, have you seen this? Oh, go ahead. No, uh, go. I was uh, saying oh, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. It's funny because like I'm asking people like I'll, I, I watch stuff because people are like, this is great. You got to watch. Dude, it's crazy. And I'll be like, that used to. Yeah. People want to escape now, <laughs> man. Nobody wants to. There was a question they did because so I watched true. I watched The View pretty religiously. Yeah. Sorry. I watched The no, View pretty religiously. And um. Whoopi the other day asked like would you guys want to see shows where they address the pandemic and I was like no yeah I fucking don't I lived it's it like I watching see a it. sitcom where yeah. they have the mask on the sitcom you're like yeah I don't know just, if I'm ready yet no for you I to do that no I think we should it's and should I bet the writers be escapism had a t- right now I bet the writers had a tough time mm-hmm. because you have to ask yourself that question and they were put in that unique position of How do we identify are we doing yeah, yeah are we identifying the times or are we allowing people to escape and yeah I found so many people were escaping into older sitcoms mm-hmm. and like other eras of TV. Yeah. Even re going back and watching Breaking Bad or The Sopranos or something like that where they're like, I want this version of, of the world we're around. Yeah. And it's very interesting because it. we have a lot like ever since like, you know, we've sort of put, a, we're distrusting of a lot of things. And yeah. you can see that paranoia with the shows like Black Mirror and all that stuff. But I say people are really like, okay. But I don't know if I want a season three. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like, I I, I think in the, even in the beginning of the pandemic, like I was wa- I watched Ozark, which is yeah. like the most stressful, anxiety-inducing show, but it was so good. And I watched a lot of stuff like that. And then I I told myself I was like, Nazanin, you really need to stop because like your heart rate is already up because of the <laughs> pandemic. Like you need to add to it. So I I watched some things. I still watch serious things, but like at this point, especially the last few months, I'm like I want to. Sorry, okay. I'm a, a big Real Housewives fan. Mm. Dallas is the only one I will never watch because I'm like I don't connect to these ladies at all. But all so the you franchises, go back. I do the I do the escapism thing, and then like when I yeah. watch shows and movies, I don't need them to address the pandemic. There's actually a show right now that I watch. Um, I think it's on ABC. It's called Big Sky. Ryan Phillippe was in it. Um, is it like a thriller? Yeah, it's like a it's a drama. All I remember was a trailer where they were like, "Yeah, and that's where he keeps the girls yeah. or whatever." And you're yes. like, "What?" I know it's because oh, okay. they kidnap girls in it, <laughs> okay. and they're on the hunt to find who's doing this kidnapping. All right, and so, I won't ruin the show for you because it was taunting, and they always have that guy who always plays every serial serial killer, a bad dude. Yes. Oh my god. And that they're dude, great. And, and they're scary. Crushes. They nail it. It's kind all the of time. like Jesse. 
Plinkett or whatever his name is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, everybody was talking same. about he's doing a Scorsese movie. I'm like, yeah, the it's guy murders it he's every scene. Literally murders people and the scene I'm, and I'm everything. Down. He does. Put I know exactly Jesse what you're talking Plinkett about. Yeah. kid in there, whatever yeah, yeah. fucking name. I'm yeah, butchering yeah. everybody. I know who you're talking okay, about. Um, but like they did a thing where, for example, they'd be at the police station and they had a sanitizer on the desk. Uh. That was their nod to this is COVID times. No one's wearing a mask. No one's talking about it. I can deal with that. That's fine. Uh. But with the thing where they're like talking about, I don't know. For me personally, I'm just like, I just feel like we are bombarded with it every day and we yeah. should. Of course, you, you're aware of what's going on and you're cautious and you live your life safely. But like then when I watch something, I'd rather like not have to face it again. I think too. a lot of people feel the way that you feel yeah. right now where it's like, well, I think this goes back to where like, you know, if your daily is kind of already apocalyptic and, and stressful yeah. and like you don't know what's you don't around see the it corner, on screen. Yeah. Right. You kind of like want to lean away. And I can imagine that a bunch of program is probably in the works right now where it's like, hey. Just dazzle them with lights, yeah. couple of costumes, yeah. a musical number, but have everybody on green screen, ten yeah. feet away. Yeah. And you know what? No I worries. wouldn't fucking hate it. It's not something necessarily like for me. I can't go fully like Japanese TV where it's just a bunch of lights and colors and somebody screaming at the screen. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm close mm-hmm. because some <laughs> almost I, there. I am like the baby with the keys because like yeah. I am to some extent. I do need to be like muted in a lot of ways too where it's like I do feel like I'm in the same way sometimes I like those procedural uh, cooking shows because like you know okay either you cooked the thing really good or you didn't yeah nobody's gonna die yeah yeah <laughs> either you cooked the cake or you or didn't baked it shit that goes to show how much your souffle fell in right. the oven like that's the most drama I want to see right now on television. Sometimes they can lead up to it. My only beef with shows like that, and mm-hmm. this is my one criticism, okay. and I have only, you know, usually one about everything, but everything. The, the pause in which somebody is waiting to reveal the, this is a specifically in a programming note to, to the producers of all these shows. It doesn't mean you don't have to do it every time. Just, just mix it up every once in a while. What I'm saying is, right when it comes down to like, and will she get the... Award, and they go they hit her with the three camera angles they cut side. back to the judge mm-hmm. and then they go to a fucking commercial and I'm like I can't and then I'm you're, I'm angry I can't oh. say anything about that because I'm on Persia's Got Talent where they but, definitely employ those rules but it's different it, it, it's different when there are actual buildups. when you're not doing it and there's no build up it's a stressful moment for me because I'm like well I we know. Yeah. Kind of saw in the tra- like. I know what's gonna. Why are you using that moment? That moment's reserved for this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And which it, in which case, especially for results of any caliber. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, it's, it's a cooking show, man. It's like be cooler. Okay, so he doesn't like cooking shows, <laughs> is what we're getting to. I'm just saying, like, you don't like the Great British Bake Off, is what you're saying. I do. My it sister puts, likes that. It show. puts me right to bed, though. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, and I have to. It say, makes me want to eat. I'm like, oh, that looks so good. Where can I get a cake like that? Damn it. Is anywhere open? I'm getting swindled by Postmates because I leave the notifications on. They're just like, hey. This is now available. You can get a chocolate sundae in under five minutes. Just remember these four letters in all caps. You're going to forget it. Here's your code. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we can agree that people want lighter entertainment. Lighter entertainment. What would be like, what do you think it is? Do you think it's some real like. Because I definitely think like you could handle we could, the, the the people could handle like a drama right now. This yeah. is us type shit. Sure. But if it it's period, I think the key if Bridgerton? I Bridgerton. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that the reason that's so big. So big. Is because I think the key to it, and if I was some evil executive yeah. <laughs> across the way over here, yeah. I would be going, period, piece. Can I just say, first oh, of God. all, I just had this conversation yesterday. I have never seen it. Well, I have. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. I have never seen a period piece that's this fun and this visually stimulating. And Do you remember also, Romeo like, and Juliet, though, with Leo? Yeah, hold on. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Where the cast is multiracial and oh, ethnic. true. And it's not addressed. It is just what it is. I love that. That's very interesting. In period pieces, what do you do? They go, well, it's got to be historical. So everybody uh, powerful was white and everybody else was brown and black. You know what? I realized that too. And this one is too. like, no, this is just a period piece and yeah. everybody's everybody and that's it. It's conveniently, his, when they have to be like, no, it's got to be historical. It's convenient that historically everybody was white. I know. It's like, oh, really? It's such oh, a does true it statement. Have, does it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Keep it accurate. I'm sorry. I thought this was a made-up universe, but it has to be, oh, but in the 1600s, right, but this is a made-up 1600s. But it's so true. And it's like, look, I, I definitely think, jeez, um, I, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even, I, I, I know about the show and I know. I watched it. Okay. I haven't watched the last episode, but I do know who Lady Whistledown is for those oh. people who watch because I asked my sister to spoil it for me because it's okay. But one thing that, it, this, look, this show is super dramatic and like doesn't need to be, but the actors are so wonderful. They're and good. The characters are so engaging. Are they all British? They all speak with the British accent. Ah. I don't think, I don't know if they're all British, but they all speak with a British accent. Yeah, so maybe yeah. they're all at varying, varying degrees. I'm sure there's Americans and Canadians and yeah. whatever thrown okay. in. But um, I just loved that you know, you don't see period pieces where the help is white and the king is black and the queen is black. And it's not a thing where we talk about it. It just is. That's what we need. We need that. So I it's normalized. I think, I think what we do is we realize, oh, that's very interesting because it's like it's being historically accurate. I don't think is the point, right? Because Bridget, well, it's a fake. It's a fake. So it's well, not like we're saying this is how Queen Elizabeth's town was. Also, and da, da, da. it's, like, it's your interpretation of a thing that wasn't recorded. That was, yes. So you don't even fucking really you know. Don't know. There are people that were really like, I'm going to get every frame. It's gonna yeah. Be yeah, sure. Maybe there that was, was like one person. How do you know? like, his name yeah. is Stanley Kubrick yeah. and there is no one else. Yeah. The, but the, the thing I think with real entertainment like that is it's like look you can't do these i think we're get, we're we're definitely drifting away from these like periodic sagas like gone with the wind and shit that's definitely like fuck uh, that shit fuck that shit it's gone <laughs> right and i think they plucked that shit they 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 got the white out on that shit real okay, quick just like, like oh okay, shit and yeah. bye yeah it's amazing how the i really want to know what the top 100 films are now can i tell you that don't makes me think me. of i don't watch the bachelor but my my sister does and i've i've i just oh, yeah. follow entertainment news here and there and they have there was this whole controversy about how the ho the, the guy that started it what's his name Chris Chris Harrison mm -hmm. he did this oh, interview oh talk to me I know about this okay yeah. the girl uh -huh. that did the plantation Talking party Ra Rachel is, it, is that her name okay Rachel that, does the plantation my, party that was if I were 2018 to and they're like it was back in her childhood first of all motherfuckers it was two and a half years ago second of all and this is the what got me he goes <laughs> he goes well, it, well, it was okay in 2018, but it's just not okay in 2020. No, motherfucker. It wasn't okay when it uh. happened, let alone 2018. It just... And then they were like, what did they announce last week? He's like, I'm taking a break. I was like, hey, you should fucking take a break. It's interesting that shit you said pisses that. Me off. It's interesting. I feel like, well, that was inevitable because it was yeah. like, I saw the early cracks from Chris Harrison because he got a little... Well, the show's really well, white. Well, you got, you got, the, you got the survivor guy, right? 
Who's he, the survivor guy? Is he the survivor the, the guy? The host of Survivor. Oh, okay. Smart guy. Yeah. Stays out of the picture. Got it, got it, got it, got it. You guys are surviving. Here's yeah. the guy. Here's the other girl. <laughs> you guys are surviving. That's the survivor. Oh, we'll survive. Another survivor. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't watch the show, but it seems that way. Okay. He's kept pretty much his fingers clean. Okay. But good. I think what it is is there ain't no room for even the mildest amount of bullshit. Right. Part of it is sensationalism. So you know. They're going to pick apart what people say about it. My whole point with that is he shouldn't even have had a pony in the race. This guy should not even be talking about it. White man. Well, also successful white man. Why are you? And that's my problem is I think he got super high profile. And again, fame will be famous is good enough to put something cool in the garage or slap you across the face. Isn't he the one that was with Trump on the tapes? Remember? I don't know. On the bus, the Billy Bush bus where he was like, grab him by the pussy. Wasn't he there? He wasn't I don't know. There? It seems like that was a packed bus. Okay, though. sorry, he wasn't there. I, I don't. Right. I, don't I thought th- he was there. I don't My think bad. he was there. I do. Wrong I, info. I think the crack for me. Yeah, go ahead. Was when he revealed to have his own erotic fiction on the show. I'm sorry. What? He's an author of erotic fiction. Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison. Under like a. And he pseudo? revealed it on the show, and I happen to be watching that episode. I've watched one Adolfo. <laughs> it's, it's like Cheerios. <laughs> Did not know that. And I, I watched one, and I was like, "Oh my god, this dude!" Yeah. Because he, one of the challenges is they all had to write dirty, dirty words, right? Okay. And be out and be like, "She was in the stables, and he wasn't. And he was moving oh. the hay back and she forth. She removed his Sweat. vest exactly. ever so, so slightly. Oh, so you've read it. <laughs> <laughs> you I have know a copy that one. in yeah. my room. <laughs> so he reveals in this challenge, which I felt was a critical move and the original failure. This is the point where I think the crack started to show. Okay. Is that he's in the episode. He's a little high profile, mm-hmm. if you ask me for a host. Yeah. He's been there a lot. Okay. He's good at his job. Mm-hmm. Can't take that away from him. It was a failure. Because I was like, one, you're revealing a very odd thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if I was like, all right, your next challenge is everybody take your shoes off. We're going to lick each other's toes. How about it? All right. I, I just wanted to reveal to you that I have my own OnlyFans and I'm a toe-licking son of a bitch. So you got open-toed shoes. Bring me your toes, bitches. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, that's weird to me oh for you to reveal on national television toe-licker. that you are an author of erotic fiction. I didn't know that. So he's kind of blowing up his spot. It's okay. a weird cross-plug. Yeah. It feels very like he's pushing his product. Yeah. Because he was probably selling some online ebook for a hot minute before... Uh, that they, they dropped the hardcover. Joke mm-hmm. not intended. I got it. Right. Pun intended. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um I just thought it was a very peculiar move and it struck me as really odd. And it took the precedence of what that show I think is about at its damn core, mm-hmm. which is love. It's is not it? about sex. Is it about uh, love? No, though? it's not about love. But it is about it's a dating game and it's like yeah. look, we all take we're all taking these things way too seriously. I do think that's not something you take taken lightly Mm -hmm. i think excusing things away thinking you can mansplain at this particular stage to a black woman yeah that was crazy and i and i did go i was like let me go see what this is all about and he you know and i read the transcript and he was like but it was but but and i was like or you could listen to the black woman who is telling you how it should be or just shut the fuck up or just shut the fuck up i mean i mean i'm real you're like, a successful white man and you you're feel, very good at like shutting the fuck up when you need to i, I think well thank you for saying that as i don't think i've done I it know. all the time yeah i don't think i, I if i'm <laughs> honest, as long as i've known you I've done it all the time yeah, yeah but i do i think right now especially right now here's the thing it's not about 2018 versus 2021 it's about now there is this very clear you don't get the card 
of being a fratty douche guy anymore. <laughs> oh, like oh, he just—he's just from the south, and he doesn't know or the, something. That sort yeah. of bizarre masculinity, get out of jail free card that's happened forever. Yeah, because I know it and I grew up around it. I know what it is. It's where I think everybody, humanity, has been like enough. We're done. And so in that, I Held think it's really healthy to A, take a look at yourself because mm-hmm. I'm not a perfect person. None of us are. stupid shit before. Yeah. Um, but also looking inward and then looking outward, but not looking out with, with your mouth. Just being like, let me look outside and see what the hell's going It's like reading a room. You talk about stand-up comedy. Yeah. That's reading a crowd. And it's also like, whether or not you share those beliefs, it's still insane for you to have a voice and opinion or come with some kind of like, I know best. Yeah. You it's guys like, are really coming down hard yeah, on her. I was yeah. like, uh, she was at a plantation party. So bye, party. dude. And now we'll see how exactly how important you are. Whatever. It's, and, you know, listen, the girl who did it, whatever, who was her name? Rachel? Okay. I'm sure she'll learn from her mistake. And if she learns and grows. I thought she was going to win. If she learns and grows, wonderful. That means because I don't, I don't think she should be like she should be banned forever. Well, you know? it's tough because of that show. You have what I think regular, like genuine people, even struggle to show how genuine they are on that show. Okay, it's hard because well, it's hard, yeah, because you're being you're getting, yourself. You're getting a prod from yeah. the producer, right? Yeah, and you're getting the clips of what they want from that story anyway. And so the audience reaction. You could be a genuine, and I felt like for just from this little amount that I watched, I was like, yeah. oh, Rachel seems like a genuine person. I don't think she's out to do any, like they were ganging up at first and there was a lot about that kind of behavior and bullying and stuff. And I felt like it, it had been there I, I don't know how many times I've tuned in. I've tuned in a lot. There's only 25 seasons. You've but watched, you have it all on DVD. But I have. Yeah. It's a fun watch when you're like, fuck it, right? Yeah. Um, but I've also watched enough to know that that's always been there. Yeah. There's been ganging up on yeah. on both uh, parties all the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting being nitpicked like that and being like microscopic about it. Yeah. I think it's fucking bitching. Yeah. Uh, just asking yourself, hey, is it right? That's all already cool. That being said... I'm going to switch the gears here on okay. you a little bit yeah. and just push in a positive direction. Okay. Because I do feel like, you know, he's brought us enough damage. Let's let him, let, uh-huh. let Chris Harrison take a break. Okay. Go, go to Tulum. He's going to timeout. What the fuck you're going to do? Okay. Um, go to Tulum. <laughs> you know, a guy like that. Go to Paris. Whatever. Go to Tulum. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, are you familiar with the game show Jeopardy? Of course. Okay. Geo Party. All right. See. Yes. See. Okay. So you know that recently... Uh, Ken Jennings, I believe is his name. Took over hosting duties, Took right? over yeah. hosting and then left. So he's oh, got his I didn't own, know that. I think he's got like a five-picture deal at at, at, uh, at Paramount. No, I'm kidding. I don't know what he's got going on. But, <laughs> five-picture deal. But he's got something going on okay, and I think he left. This is up. me like d- delivering the news like a, a, an asshole. Okay. Uh, but nevertheless, I tune in, right? I okay. love the fucking show. And especially lately because I just mm-hmm. feel like I've adopted my grandparents' habits. I just okay. wake up, I take the pill, I go, yeah. fucking no, uh-huh. I, I love walk, it. I walk outside. So... I come home, I watch the Jeopardy, I love it. Okay. I'm always there for it. The Jeopardy. The Jeopardy. That's how you know you're getting old. Dear, I watch dear, the dear, Jeopardy. Dear, 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 dear. In the Mars. <laughs> so, um, recently he's had to take a leave of absence. Unbeknownst, well, I think it, it, put the, it put the producers and everybody on their heels to get somebody in the hosting position as soon as possible to replace... Who, who was doing a banger job? That yeah. job is fucking hard. I bet. Do you imagine being like, I'm sorry, the answer is Capalapagos. Yeah. Or whatever, and you're like, Yeah, Capalapagos. <laughs> you gotta know. Yeah, you gotta know it. Well, they tell you. you know, well, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you gotta know card, how to pronounce okay. a lot of like uh-huh. strange things. Galapalagalos. I'm just saying, uh-huh. I would be like, I'm canceled again? Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> I said something stupid? Fuck. Oh. <laughs> 
office. I didn't see this coming. I was in the bathroom. I left my mic on. Uh-huh. Um, so they're, 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 they had to rush to get a replacement, and one of the executive producers took the job. Now, this is a, oh, this is a very rare, rare thing. And they say he was kind of put into a position to do it because a lack of... I couldn't imagine finding a replacement for the great and mighty and powerful Alex Trebek. This right. guy was a legend. Yeah. So to see this Ken kind of... He came in like... I don't remember the Simpsons character. Do you remember that Dr. Schwinkelstein or whatever? The the the, the little nerdy... Oh, From boys. where? The Simpsons character that was like oh, a little oh, oh. professor. I don't remember. Okay, forget it. Yeah, okay. It's That's some dork shit anyway. Let's move on from that. But he, he just came on there a little bit nerdy and then just owned it mm-hmm. and became so endearing and awesome. And I was like, yeah. this guy could do it for another 20 years. Yeah. Goes away. He's like, I got a thing. Peace out. Yeah. Where's my Ace of Spaceship? Hey, let's get the fuck out. I got out. a thing to record. Yeah. I'll be right back. Black car's outside, chief. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he bombs out. This guy gets in there. I watched the episode not knowing it's a replacement. Guy comes out. This guy, I'm expect. I, I didn't know what to expect. This guy's gorgeous. Like he's who, a who pe- is hosting? Look up, look up the Jeopardy. The, the new Jeopardy. The host? new Jeopardy host. Oh, I have and 35 text there. messages. This yeah. is great. He comes um, out there, um, and dazzles. New Jeopardy. Tell me if you find this guy is not um, like dorky. Yes, for sure. But you can't tell me he's not an attractive human being. Guest host Mike Richards. Let me see images Get involved. of this guy. Okay, I'm going to be really real. <laughs> not my type, <laughs> though. Uh, That's for an entirely too, different podcast. Little oh, too, I really want to. Kind of looks like American Psycho, if you want to ask me. Okay, sure. He's so definitely. Okay, he's on the spectrum. Bit, what's his name? Pa- pa- J- um, who's the actor? Alec, Alex Trebek? No. Oh. For American Psycho. It's right oh, here. Patrick Bateman? No. no. Uh, K- uh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Mm. Looks a little Christian Bale in American Psycho okay. to me. I, I, I'm gonna, apparently Drew likes that. I'm going to say this. Okay. I fully agree with you. He yeah. does look like... He's a little he like, Psycho. He like washes the skin cells off his body as to not leave a trace. For sure. Yeah, 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 and yeah. his business card is like... Perfect. Has to be bone colored. Don't yeah. you understand? That's off white, you yeah. dummies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're gonna eat the cost. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let's talk about it. He doesn't have any like m- moves. He doesn't have the he je ain't. ne sais quoi. No. Okay. This I haven't guy, seen him. So he I can't don't say have anything. no. I don't know what you call it, but okay. that's a good word for it. Yeah. Uh, what's the Iranian word for like? Oh, he's got he's got a way about him, or she's got a way. Oh, about I feel like there's so many things you can say. Really? I don't know. You mean like cheesy daughter? Is it just yeah, a, something about it? Like yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's uh, what I feel like. That's a magical thing that you can't really, there's no, you go, you can't go to acting school and get that or anything like Yeah, that. you have that's it or you saying. don't have it. You yeah. either have it or you don't. Yeah. Um, this guy, <laughs> there is almost, it's almost in the negative. Like, oh, dude, your tank is empty. Mm-hmm. But in a different way, he's kind of like, hello, I'm just that guy and I'm doing the thing. And you just go, this guy could clearly do it for 20 years. So, I'm go- what I'm saying is they could put anybody in there and I'm going to think they can do it for 20 years because it's a miracle. Great. Yeah. But he did a great job and I just wanted to say, and it's interesting that you weren't vibing on it as much as I was. No. That's fascinating. Not hot to me. No offense. No, none man, taken, none taken. But I'm sure a lot of people find him attractive. No. Let's just say, okay, go ahead. let's go in here. Yeah. Not my type, but can see why you would think he's like suave Yeah. on the ones and twos. Okay. Not my type. No. All right. A lot of Botox in the forehead, I feel like. Do you think so? I think so. No way. Doesn't move, buddy. This this is haunting me because this is an entirely different perspective. I thought you'd be like, oh, right. Like, that's no. great. Okay. Mm-mm. You think a robot has just robot taken over. Robot has the- taken over. 
I thought a robot. I, you know, say, I don't know anything about female mind. No, the Chucky date. Happy birthday to you. That's what it reminds me of. I will never assume. Mm-mm. I can show you what I think That's of that. That's really but. <laughs> fucking funny. Is there a host of like a game show or somebody out there that you're like, damn, for like a host? No, I, I know, do not tough, think that right? for hosts. I yeah. do think that for like Ooh. athletes and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's easier, though. But not the host. I know. Let me think. Who do we have as hosts that are hot? Do we have anyone? <sighs> Jeez. Well, I like the... There's a show I don't watch called, like, The Meter of Pain. or The Pain Meter. The pa- the Misery Index. Oh. The Misery Index. Misery Index? And it's like... Is Kathy go, Bates in it? I'm not even sure what the show is, but it seems like a show where they go, uh, a woman gets her toes cut off in Florida and doesn't realize for 17 hours and then you have to be like how busy how bad is that I do feel like um, they're incorporating all of these which I'm, I'm starting to notice and I want to get your opinion on mm-hmm. actually <laughs> makes it perfect you're here mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people incorporating screens and um, a lot of um, even with the, I saw with American Idol they had like a giant screen of like people like with their zoom Oh, like they're using like audience screen elements for audience for uh, for audience or family members or like they're really using. I didn't. Yeah, they have see, no choice right now. They didn't. I, they, that's the thing is they don't have a choice. So they had to shoot all of that kind of like, which I imagine there was really no way around getting a lot of people out there. But like these crews had to sh- go out and shoot these personal interest stories with all these people. And the backgrounds is so crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I, that's a lot of work for a lot of people. Yeah. It's amazing that you can even do it with all these restrictions. Yeah. But I, I, what I wanted to say is like, are we going to have, are we going to have shows comprised of, cause I think this might be something that comprised of like, say you and me, we're sitting here. It looks like we're sitting here. But really, one of us is the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be the thing. Yeah, because I feel like that's how we're doing meetings and auditions and sessions right now. Mm -hmm. And that's how we have to shoot a lot of things because of restrictions. And I think it's going to be the new normal. And I think it's going to be that way for a while um, until things get better. We're vaccinated. How how are all these people getting busted on the Zoom, not paying attention to the mutes and the video on and off? Oh, my God. Can we, like, like the thing with the epidemic. guy talking about the guys. That, remember the guy, the director that was talking about the actors? Oh, my God, his apartment's so small or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, how do you... There's so many people getting busted. How do I live without you? How do you not know? You... Well, you it's, gotta be a novice at all this like stuff. It's like you can't... And you're not allowed... I think what it is is you're not allowed to have any sort of breakdown you got to be like boom Mm -hmm. because it makes for such quality entertainment to see somebody not quite handling things Mm -hmm. or like having a problem with it or something it makes for great little videos for little viral things yeah yeah, that guy handled it really well though the actor in that video where he was like oh yeah so if you guys (laughs) just give me this role i can make the money to get a new apartment (laughs) and they were like oh my god i'm so sorry that you heard that and i thought well he handled Uh, that brilliantly also can i say though that in lieu of the fact that we're going into rooms we're doing everything on zoom right now it kind of shows you that you don't really need to go into a room until it's like the next level of like a session like oh producer director session okay maybe we need to i think it's just cutting the fat cutting the fat man and i think the fat when when there was this and there was also like we, there was a lot of people doing it the way that people were doing it in the 80s still. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what I mean about the restaurant that put the to-go window in. Mm-hmm. It's like you either got the message. Or you didn't. Especially here. Yeah. I'm not talking about Texas. Or you either uh, adapt or you don't. I just think you don't have any choice. And even if you're a 
even if you adapt and it shifts the next day, it's just like, man, it's, that's what's going to happen for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't, there's going to be that weird, uh, birth of new businesses and all that stuff too, that are going to come from all of this. Meaning yeah. like you're going to, you're going to have like, I just think that there, you're going to have like, healthcare is going to change a lot probably. Right. Don't you think? I don't know. Now I'm tar- starting to well, talk about stuff. We'll I don't see know about, about that. that. They've yeah. been trying to change healthcare for a very long time and it hasn't been working. You would think a global pandemic with over 500,000 deaths would do uh, something, but it hasn't so far. And that's a living completely in, different topic. Living in this country, you're scared because if you get a personal injury, oh, it could be God, a wrap. Knock on wood, you don't because <laughs> you could be, be bankrupt. Yeah. So. Or it could be one of those injuries that you're like, I didn't heal right because I didn't get the proper yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Right. I, I couldn't get the now. best. I couldn't get the best treatment because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. That's some real talk about being yeah. adults. Hey. And that's what's so important about being us. Is that we're adults. We are. Um, I'd like to thank you for being here. And uh, I'd like to thank you for the spicy margaritas you made because they were really <laughs> they were fucking really good. Jamming, huh? Cheers to that. We might, we might have to. Do you this sliced again. real habaneros in there, mm-hmm. and I could tell. It's real. It's yeah. it's real, and I have the time. Let's be honest. Yeah. And it was really it was else. the least I could do. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Please you. come back again. Thank you for kicking the peanuts over earlier. Yeah. That was a great moment. Let's. Well, we don't have to talk about everything we Sorry did. Sorry about that. Um, oh it my was God. Lovely being here. I kicked over some stuff, but who wouldn't, right? Yeah. He got nervous. Look, I got a special guest. It's been especially fun. Uh, shout out to Adolfo. He's out on the field. Hey. Getting it. We'll see you soon, Adolfo. That's what we needed. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Alfredo and we're out. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Drew Stories episode 16 and I hope you have a lovely day or even more of it too. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.